All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 5th of January. Let's start with the top global news. The Islamic State has claimed responsibility for Wednesday's attack in Iran that killed several people. Iran had initially said that the blasts were retribution for its stance against Israel. The incident caused a spike in tension in the region as it raised the threat of conflagration. The terrorist group claimed responsibility for the blasts near the grave of Iranian commander Qasem Soleimani in a statement on its Telegram channel. Tehran said that at least 84 people were dead and 220 were wounded after reducing its estimates of fatalities several times. In international markets, risk assets remain on the back foot as bond yields in the US rose sharply once more overnight. Traders have reduced expectations for interest rate cuts at major central banks this year after the latest data has pointed to greater resilience in major global economies. According to Bloomberg, money markets priced in 139 basis points of easing from the Fed this year versus 145 basis points just a day earlier. Meanwhile, the odds of a rate cut in March slid to about 64% compared with 70% a day earlier. US Treasuries have fallen across the curve with the 10-year yields rising 8 basis points to about 4%. For context, just about a week back, They were trading at less than 3.8%. Now, the latest data that caused the shift in expectations was that US companies increased hiring in December and wage gains continued to ease. Private payrolls increased 164,000 last month. That's the most since August, according to figures from the ADP Research Institute. Investor attention will now turn to the government's monthly jobs report that is due on Friday. In news from back home, the Central Electricity Regulatory Commission, or the CERC, in its draft tariff norms for FY25 to 29, has raised the return on equity for new storage-based hydro projects, including pumped hydro, to 17% from 16.5%. And it has also kept the majority of norms for thermal and other power projects unchanged. The norms will be effective on the 1st of April. The ROE on thermal power projects and existing transmission projects remains unchanged at 15.5%, but for transmission projects getting commissioned on or after the 1st of April, the ROE has been toned down marginally to 15%. The draft norms released on the 4th of Jan, that is yesterday, are expected to benefit NTPC and other thermal power companies because it was expected that the ROEs would come down. Tata Power, Adani Power, JSW Energy, NHPC, PowerGrid and all the other companies involved in pumped hydropower projects and storage-based hydropower projects will also benefit. Now, in corporate news, Grassim Industries has set 1,812 rupees per share as the price for its 4,000 crore rupees rights issue, and that's a 12.5% discount to the current market price. The company will issue up to 2.2 crore shares on a partially paid-up 
basis, according to an exchange filing that was sent out last evening. Shareholders who participate in the issue will have to pay 453 rupees per share on application, followed by the remaining amount of 1,359 in up to three installments. The promoters and promoter group who held 42.75% stake as of September last year will fully subscribe to their rights entitlement and to the unsubscribed portion, if any, according to that notification. The company, by the way, is raising funds for its ongoing capital expenditure plan and to repay debt. In international equities, U.S. stocks ended mostly lower, with the early rises in the Asia-Pacific region starting in the green. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How is it looking today? Good morning, Alex. Um, And as much as the world markets are confused, there's a bit of a confusion um, with regards to our trade based on the indicators as well. So the indices did respect the 21,500 mark on the Nifty and 47,500 on the Nifty Bank. In fact, if you look at the put options chain on the Nifty, you will see that 21,600 now has the highest OI. Uh, Is that a bit of a trend reversal that we saw after two days of uh, pullback? Yes, you could argue because there's positive market breadth, there is falling wicks, so all of that augurs well. But you know, the put call ratio was 0.77 or 0.75 yesterday or 0.7. It's now jumped to 1.22. There's some serious moves happening which are a bit baffling because this is not very close to the monthly expiry as well. So, But the weekly expiry is probably also playing a part here. Uh, the red flag for me, I mean, 11 stocks are in FNO band. PCR has jumped. But the positive points are that there is positive market breadth and advanced decline and the VIX is lower as well. So, you know, difficult to say the world markets too are a bit quiet. So difficult to give a call on what the markets could do. Most people that I spoke to are not giving that. Uh, the, the, the technical charters seem to be believing that there is a bit of an uptrend at play. So if that is any indication. You know, real estate was a big mover yesterday and can't not talk about that index because that one probably had the biggest gain, single day gain in an index that I have seen in a really, really long time. But I saw the delivery stats for the real estate companies. They're not very high, but you would anticipate that uh, on a day when the volumes have shot up really. I, I do think the real estate ancillaries now come into flavor and we'll probably see strong momentum with the new launches and strong earnings report arch. I somehow believe that would be the case. I think I was talking to a vendor spark yesterday which made this point that the new the real estate inventory in the top 15 metros are probably at some multi-year lows. And now therefore new launches come into play in a big way. And that brings up demand for real estate ancillaries. So watch out for this pocket for sure. Uh, stocks to watch today. Uh, CERC has published draft tariff norms. I don't want to confuse listeners. The simple put a, simple norm thing is that they have left uh, some of the norms unchanged, uh, some minor tweaks in a couple of others, and some incentives for NTPC. As a result of which, NTPC seems to have some positives. Uh, power grid, probably some negatives. JSW Energy, not too much. In fact, to sum this up, just so that I don't confuse too many people, uh, Jeffrey's report says that NTPC's FY24 to 26 EPS could see 1 to 3% upside, power grid could see 1 to 2% downside. So watch out for these stocks, effectively. Uh, there was uh, some short covering seen yesterday in GMR Airports Infra, ONGC, Adani Port and Ambuja. 
but on GMR Airport's infra, I think there is a new news development, if you will, uh, which says that uh, government has the has told GMR uh, has refused to allow levy of airport development fee. It wants the operator to arrange funding and levy the UDF later on. So no permission to levy the airport development fee to fund that 3,500 crore elevated A-train corridor connecting its three terminals. So a bit of a uh, funds issue maybe, who knows, or at least a permission denied. The stock was very active yesterday. Let's see if there is a bit of a pullback in that one today. So that's to certainly to be watched out for. Some updates, uh, RBL Bank, Q3 update, deposits up 13%, advances up 20%. Uh, didn't seem to be too bad an update. Let's wait and watch how the stock reacts. LNT Finance Holdings actually seemed a very sound update. Retail disbursements up 25%, the loan book up 31%, may react. Utkash SFB2, the gross loan portfolio was up 30%, total deposits up 17%, and CASA ratio not down too much, much unlike some of the others. So pretty decent showing there, watch out for these as well. Uh, Dabar India Q3 update was okay. I mean, they have they said that they expect revenue to register mid to high single digit growth. Uh, and FMB segment expected to grow in high single digits as well. City uh, looked at this update, gave their verdict. They maintain the sell rating. They say the pace of improvement uh, is there, but it seems to be very gradual. Watch out for Dabur today. Uh, speaking of brokerages, Motila Loswal has initiated coverage on IFL Finance. They were buy rating with a target price of 800. They say the franchise is primed for 25% AUM CAGR with 20% ROE. Uh, you know, 20% ROE is interesting, by the way. Uh, they believe, uh, not too many financial institutions have it, by the way. Uh, they believe, uh, Motilal believes that the distribution strength, uh, strong presence in score lending and superior digital loan origination are highlights for IFL Finance. And it still trades at about 1.5 times FY26 price to book, and which is why they are constructive on that one. So a few stocks to monitor in the session today. With this, Alex, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend.